Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To call a man transparent is to attack his soul, his very being. It can be received as the ultimate insult. Unless, that is, the man in question is actually, literally see-through. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Shanklin and his olive skin friend, Dave. Welcome to this MBN podcast special. Um, What's it called? We're not sure. Can uh, it be called Flanks and Jagoody? Jigu- Just call it Flanks and Jim with Flanks. Flanks, with Flanks, with Flanks and Jim. Flanks Goody, and Jim. Goody's left early because um, he's, just, he's that kind of guy. Um, and he's, got, he's gone down to... You're waving at me, mate. Are you all right? Two secs. We're going to do we'll, questions we'll, in a sec. Yeah, Q&A at the end, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I remember, I remember when I first got pissed in public. Mate, it's like, it's like my old uh, grandma used to say, you know, everyone likes a drink, no one likes a bell end in a flashy suit. <laughs> just, a, just a joke, just a joke. He's wearing um, a shit suit. I saw him earlier, he's wearing... Um, it's, it's actually made by Matt Allen. Matt, uh, sorry, Matt Allen. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Brilliant, absolute genius, high-end high stuff. We've got to work out what we're going to call this um, one-off, super high-end, deluxe podcast because we're mixing in the Flats and Shanks brand with the Rugby Pod brand. And this is where you're expecting me to come up with this thing that I thought about weeks ago, but act like I made it up now, but this brilliant play on words, but there's, there's nothing in there. Mate, this would never have happened on our podcast. No, because you've got producers do all yeah, the bloody exactly. work for you. Yeah. That's why. This, so. is, this is us, mate. We're grafting at the coalface. I do need to apologise that my partner in crime, Goody, isn't here. But wasn't it worrying 
the size of the man. Yeah, it actually I mean, was. And the man. sweat. Jim, and the it sweat. really was. It really was. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, terrible. So I could I'm not see a neck. Man. I was just, you know, you just see him and I'm just staring at either his hair or his neck. Yeah. Or his shoulders. I just yeah, but lads, like the other day, I, I, I genuinely had to buy a couple of shirts. This is new, by the way. Do you like it? Yeah, very nice. Thanks. Very nice. I had to buy Chuck a couple of shirts. Next week. Yeah. And I went, in, I went in to buy a couple of shirts. They, I thought, I've lost a bit of weight. I'll only need an 18. So what happened was they measured me and I was 19 and a bit. So I got a 19. But you can see my neck. I've got a 19-inch neck that you can see. Couple of Goodies, rolls. Couple of rolls. You cannot see Goodies. I reckon he's at 23, 24 inches now. I reckon yeah. he's like Trevor Leota. Seriously, so, so last, last night we did the live show in Dublin and, and he's getting on to me about, oh, I'm going to go a bit less corporate, not going to wear the jacket like he was wearing, not going to wear the shirt, so I'm going to wear a T-shirt. So he's wore uh, a polo shirt for the live show and, he, and he's wore black. And he said, oh, Slimming. Jim, Slimming. That's exactly what he said. He's like, Jim, I'm going to wear a black, a black polo shirt. It's slimming. Seriously, he is sat there, and I've got side profile. You talk about side boobs. Yeah. You've never seen anything. I, I mean, I love side boob, but not on men. No, not on men. And, the, and his, nipples, his nipples were pointing back, back the way. So I was like, mate, I think you just stick to the corporate. Shh, shh. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Jesus, sort this out, mate. It'll just end the world. <laughs> It's not about enjoying yourselves, guys. It's not what this is about, all right? <laughs> Did you look at Goody and just think... I don't get it. Udders. Udders. Yeah, udders. Udders. We all make jokes about... Because some of us... Ev everyone kind of goes different ways after they retire, physically. Or some people kind of look like Shanks. Is kind of He obviously played pretty close to his natural build. Gym too, so we lose a little bit it's of bulk or whatever. Steroids, Some yeah. of us like props, like me, get a bit fat and putting a bit of weight. But you know, around Christmas, I recognised that I got too heavy, and I shift. I've shifted a little bit. I'm still too. If I shifted a little bit of weight, Goody, I think, is at the point now where I, I think, yeah, he's got. He has, he has retained what I lost. But I think that much as we love him, he'll never make forty. Mm. Yeah, it was a, it was a shock for Flats around Christmas time because it what was it face. Arm, your arm went, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Speech, time. So, you know, you recognise the symptoms. I recognise the symptoms, and I, and I acted reasonably slowly. <laughs> um, but the weight has come off, and now I'm down to a very svelte 19 stone four. So I think I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. good, yeah. yeah. So what weight are you, Jim? But you're, how tall are you, 6'8 or something? So, so, so I'm 6'9 with heels. 6'9 so, with yeah, heels. So it's nearly the weekend, so I'm 6'9. Um, what, what do you reckon, sir, front row? You're a big man of, of athletic build. Yeah, I'm talking to you, yeah. yeah. What do you reckon? How much do you think I weigh? So, Flats, how much are you? How much I'm, you weigh? I'm 19 and a bit. 19 and a bit. What do you think I weigh? I mean, I'm a very athletic man that stands six before you here. No, not 17 and a bit. 18 and a half, mate. 18 and a half. 18 a and pure, a half. Don't a, undersell him. A pure car... <laughs> yeah, a pure carcass. Pure yeah. carcass. And, uh, a skin and bone, that. Mate, we're in New Zealand. We're in New Zealand. What about without your school shoes on now? How much you weigh them? <laughs> mate, you took a, you're taking pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> mate, si mate si size 15 feet, hung like a donkey, mate. You need... Uh, did you see <laughs> it's difficult to find you. I saw you taking pictures. You did, but... Uh, but you, this can't, is you, can't, you can't see Jim's shoes at the back, but you know, you, know the, you know the shoes that the really, really tall lad who was 12 wore to school? They're those ones, but they're really nice. It doesn't matter. Yeah, look, they won't pick up the background sound, and they just won't be able to hear it. Mate, Jesus yeah. said he's going to kill them all anyway yeah. at the back. So um, anyway, ca sorry, carry on, carry on. Uh, well, yeah, I was just talking about school shoes. Yeah, but yeah. The, you know, this is the thing. Obviously, I'm, I'm in the new world now. I'm in yeah. the I'm in the corporate world. Yeah, and it, it's finding clothes is hard. Did you get a compass to stab the holes in, or they, <laughs> did it come with them? Mate, I, I look at my trousers. That's the thing. They're too short as well. So you pull them up there. So slightly embarrassing. Uh, have yeah. we worked out a name for our pod yet? Oh, uh, we haven't. No. It's the, it's the MBN, it's the MBN podcast. 
Um, but for those for those of you that are listening at home and aren't here, we've been at an event with MBN today. Flats has hosted. Has Flats done a very good job today? You didn't get enough credit there. Big round of applause. Well done. Well done. Um, oh, seamless today, wasn't it? I was actually sat next to a lovely lady, and she said that when the first time she saw you. I will just talk. We'll just talk. I will just talk. Yeah, Thing it is, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no, but matter. then we'll everyone talk. at the front who wants to listen can't hear it. So it's up to you guys. Come, clo- come closer. If I were you, I'll just. If it gets really noisy, just start. Essentially, what she was saying was that when she first listened to you. When she first said she flat, she wasn't that um, she wasn't that impressed. But she's gone to she's gone she's gone to like you and adore you more. Just a just a lady I was sat next to. Oh really? Yeah. So she didn't like me to start with. L- Lucy Ray, I think her name was. Oh! Peaky fucking blinders! Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if, if no one gets glass, then it's not a podcast. That's how we look at it. That's how we look at it. I mean, uh, by the way, there was, a, there was a very nice man at the back who stuck his hand up and wanted to ask something. And one of the guys was really bloody rude to him. And sorry about that, mate, but they're like that. Do you, have, you had a question, though, I'm didn't standing you? Up, I'm standing up, Flats. Good question. The question was about... Ver- what was your What's your name, mate? What's your name, mate? His name's Geezer. <laughs> Thomas Shelby. <laughs> he, but the mate, our matey boy at the back, is presumably presumably that is a wig. But they, he's a good guy, though. He he was worried about he was worried about Andy Good and how much well how much he spent on his hair. Now you said during the event, Jim, that you you think it would cost twenty thousand quid to get his hair done. And what I worry about is that he's done the front few inches, but he's now getting the old biscuit crepe at the back. So, so you so have to go again. So I spend a lot of time with Goody, as we know. We do the, we've got the number one podcaster on a live road show that's selling out quickly. In, in their street, in their exactly. street. Exactly. So, and, and this is what we said. So a man that spent, he, said, he tells me it's £20,000 worth of hair. I mean, I don't know. I don't need it. Um, I, don't need, I don't need new you're, hair. You're, um, you're, Jim, you're getting close. We've bitten the bullet. You're getting closer. That you, was... You're getting closer to needing it. Is that why you, you quit karate? It's just, <laughs> it's just no one knows because he's six foot nine. Exactly. He's losing it. Of athletic stature. But genuinely, do you, not, do you not think of a match? So you think Goody, right? Everyone who watched him play would be like, holy shit, that guy needs a new lid. Like he does. Yeah, so terrible, he yeah. retires from playing. He spends £20,000, so he says. And like I said out there, he's put on six stone since he retired. So everyone's yeah. talking about it. So it's, it's a great lid. It is. It's, yeah. it's great hair. So he's got this thing now. He's got this thing where he's, he's body conscious. So at the live shows, we take our shirts off and we down pints. Lads, lads, lads. Oh, fuck it, lads. Does Goody take his shirt Women off? Women No, no, he doesn't. Yeah. So he's body conscious. He's, this is what I'm no, saying. No. So he's, he's body conscious. He's constantly like this. Like just doing, the, <laughs> yeah. just doing the bit at the back. Doing the bit at the back and he's pulling his, he's like this constantly. The back, the back of his head smells of flob, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. But we do miss him. We do. So 20, the answer: twenty grand. Twenty, 20 grand. grand. Twenty grand for a, a hair 20, transplant. Twenty thousand quid for Goody's hair. I mean, I cut my own hair, charge myself a five versus second income. You know, I'm the winner. <laughs> I just go out to the crowd, eh? Um, any yeah. other questions? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. At the front, we got a question from the psycho. We got the question from the psycho at the that, front. That's Fight Club. Fight Club down the front. Right. So. Are you English yet? Yeah? Just qu- checking it. The question is. Go on. Well, basically, the, this bloke here hates fucking George Ford. He hates him. He hates him. Yeah. Uh, wants him out. What? What is, I want to know. I'll answer that question with a question. What has little George Ford done to offend you? Hey. 
sticking the knife in. Yeah, I think, well, England, England didn't have a great game at the breakdown, so it's obviously a lot harder for George to play. So I think to drop someone like George for the weekend would have been really harsh. But they haven't dropped him, so what's your point? Hey, you're, your head's gone, mate. You've lost the plot, all right? You're threatening violence at a podcast. Mate, all I'm saying, mate, is if he played for Scotland in 2009, mate, he would have been the world's best player because we were on the front foot a lot. Front, 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 front foot, Jim. Front foot, front right. foot. I don't know. Goody, Goody said that Owen Farrell's best position is 10. I reckon his best position is 12. Um, I don't know if anyone else agrees. Controversial. Quite, very, quite, yeah, that's me all over, though. Um, I think... I think with two ball players at 10 and 12, I think, not that it matters to me at all because I don't really care whatsoever, but England, I reckon, they look sharpest when they've got that axis of Ford Farrell. You look at some of the tries that Farrell scored in the Six Nations. He's come from depth. He's hit the ball off Ford. He's gone through the line. Um, you know, it worked in the Lions with Sexton, with, with Farrell. I think, no, he, I think I, he's about 12. I, I, Are you going to hit me with something? Yeah, but not with Ford, though. So you look at Farrell now, and we all know how good Farrell is. Obviously, played with him. I won two Champions Cups with the man. You watched, you watched him win two Champions Cups. Yeah, I did, I did watch well it. I mean, he had a great, yeah. great visuals. He's, you know, skinny legs, but great <laughs> legs. But, um, you know, defensively, Farrell was the worst player in the Six Nations in terms of defensive stats. He was against Scotland. Yeah, it may, yeah. Overall, so all in right. the, all the Six Nations, defensively. I believe you, your eyes are coming out. Yeah, yeah. But I believe that that's because, why well, hold the mic, no one can hear me, but the computer yeah. can hear me. But I believe that's because Ford is such a poor defender. I, I believe that Ford's such a poor defender that Farrell has obviously got to make up for that yeah. Outside him, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mate, I, the Farrell was a ten all day. Okay. Got a bit rugby heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yes, mate. In the middle, Rory, Rory from my table. Oi, hang on. Hey, it's not your go. All right, Rory behind. You get your go. All right, you're psycho. You're double parked. So when you're single parked, we'll come back to you because at the moment you're an embarrassment. Rory. Rory, no. right, we got a question from Rory. England rugby's in crisis. What can Eddie Jones do to solve it? Do we think England rugby's in crisis? I'm going to go with no. What I'm going to say, you should read the Times. It's a lot better than the Telegraph. I do a column for the Times. I don't know if you knew that, but um, yeah. So read the Times. You've not just the got to buy it from Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. yeah, thank. You. Are you from the Times? Yes, you are. Yes, you are, mate. Definitely. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you, Upgraded it, contract. Here's a question for Jim. Um, when you write your when you write your column, do you use Apple Pages or Microsoft Word? Or do you use Vodafone to ring it in? Mate, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I get the wife to dictate, that's all. <laughs> what I didn't do, it's, I, I, mate, who knows? Uneducated is what they say, that's all. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, big, big fella at the back. Big fella, you had a question. Mate, he only wants his question answered. It's weird. I know. Uh, no, it's a good point. What, is, is the 20 grand Goody spent on the front half of his lid, including... Ink or X VAT. Four grand, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Four grand. Isn't That's it? a lot of money. Four grand, innit? 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 Yes, I, I, would, I, would, I would hope it's inclusive, to be honest with you, because. Mm. Charity, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Sorry? Stick mints. Are stick mints still about? You all right, mate? <laughs> Big day out, is it? Yeah, you. You can get them, and you can get pogs as well. You can still get pogs as well, all right? Mate, I love this, but this podcast, is this going out? This is, just, this is basically just three legends just heckling everyone out there. Yeah. 
Le- le- yeah, obviously, le- I'm joking. Le- I mean, Jim, two legends. All right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll get this. We'll get this. Who was your first cap against? Uh, first cap was against, against Romania. It don't matter. No, back them at the back. Oh, back there, yeah. First cap was against Romania in 2006. And believe it or not, we, we won the game. We won. And, the, <laughs> and, the sto- and the, yeah, mate, the story goes. Are you the first Scott ever to win on his first cap? Potentially. Mate, do you know what? I could be the first. I won on my last cap as well. Bloody hell. Yeah, Italy. Italy, of course. So you lost, 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 lost the 61 in between. Yeah, lost the Go out on a high. I've always said that. Yeah, we were close, mate. We were Most close. memorable game. Most memorable game. Uh, 2010. We beat Ireland away. I was close to getting a try. Mate, don't worry about it. I, I was close to getting a try. Yeah. In 2010, we beat Ireland. The last, that's the last biggest away game Scotland have had, is it 2010. I played, John Beattie went from the halfway line. I, genuinely, if you ever see the clip again in black and white, I'm on his inside, mate. I'm running up there, mate. So, like, all the celebrations, you talk about, we spoke about product placement, Champions Cup trophy. If anyone's seen the VTs for that, I'm at the front with so Owen were, and top celebrator. you were near a bloke who scored a good try once. Basically, yeah. Well that, done, that, that's my legacy. Mate, Thank it's you. key. It's well key. Done, we, yeah. Were you? It's key. You got were you? No. No. You've never lived. You've got to get in the picture of someone scoring a try and celebrations. You've got to get up front Always get or in, in the frame. middle of the middle of the team photos as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a question at the front. Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah. Right, question about Austin Healy. Yep. Oh, you spit it out, will you? Austin Healy, worst story about Austin Healy. The truth is, and people don't like to hear it, is that Austin is, because people love to hate Austin because he winds them up or whatever. I'm not, I think he does wind people up a little bit sometimes on purpose, but I also think that he's an extremely bright bloke. And, he, well, I know he's an extremely bright bloke. No, 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 he's no. on video. He's on video. That's why. This oh, is no. smart, smart. <laughs> I, the thing is, he's really bright and he says what he thinks. And if you don't like, people don't like it, they suddenly find he's annoying. But he's, not, he's, a, he's, a lo- he's a lovely bloke and he's good at his job. Sorry, yes, sir, we've got a question in the middle. What are our views on England beating the All Blacks? Well, firstly, has any of us three ever beaten the All Blacks? No. Uh, close. No. No. <laughs> Shanks, the second most cat Welsh centre of all time, have you ever beaten the All Blacks? Does losing by one point count? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you have not. Because yeah. we beat them in the we, we beat them in the handicap betting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We beat them on the spread bet. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. I've got a funny, um, I've got yeah, I've got a funny story about the uh, about the day that I played the All Blacks. So right, here we go. Tell it? Okay, Jim, Jim's going to tell a funny story. Well, it might not be funny, but it's a, it's a true story. You got to listen. Cause it's been amazing. What, wait for this. It's no, it, it's a, it's a true story. So basically, as you can hear by the Scottish accent, that it took a while for a lot of the players in the country to take t- take me in. They were like, "Look, this English guy's been playing at Leicester. He's not Scottish." But I went up there, I won the hearts and minds of the fans, so I thought. Okay? So then Andy Robinson, who was actually the England coach at the time of when I, I called up England and said, look, where am I in the pecking order? He said, look, you, you're close. You, you, you're about 10th, 10th to 15th in line to play for England in your position. I was like, right, forget it. I'll go, I'll go and play for Scotland then. Um, but weirdly enough, Andy Robinson obviously came. Please don't video it, mate. Please, please don't. He's taking a picture. No. Yeah, it's just a photo. I love you too. Um, so... Andy Robinson came up, came up and, co- and coached Scotland. And one thing he liked to do, he liked to work out people's characters. So we did, you know, we did these big things where, you know, you're, you're an outgoing, fun-loving, fat, bold Handsome. individual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm getting into it, mate. Hang on, I'm building it up, mate. All right, Gervais. All right, yeah. Um, hey, he's on my table. He's a weirdo. Oh, is he? 
Yeah, so well, I'll fast forward through it anyway, so we get there. But uh, basically, so we're about to play New Zealand. Andy Robinson says, Jim, I'm vice captain at the time, Kelly Brown's captain. He said, Jim, um, we're playing New Zealand. I'm thinking about starting you. I need to know that you, that you think we can win. Jim, c- can we beat New Zealand? And I said, Rob, I don't think we can. Um, this was in 2009, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> there's a fine line between being honest. There's a fine line between being honest and being negative, okay? So New Zealand, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to tell you. So, right, you're laughing. Wait until I tell you the fucking score. Um, so New Zealand were 15 games, 15 games un- unbeaten. Scotland, we hadn't won a game in nine, nine games. We hadn't won a game. We hadn't scored a try in fucking 20. New Zealand, New Zealand averaged four tries a game. So Robbo says to me, Jim, as vice captain, as a leader in this team, I need you to believe that we can beat New Zealand at the weekend. And I said, Robert, I don't think it's about us beating New Zealand. It's got to be about performance. He said, well, you're not playing. He said, until you can look me in the eye and say, we can beat New Zealand, you're not playing. So he said, this is Monday. He says, Tuesday, come back. If you tell me we can beat New Zealand, you're in. Tuesday morning, Jim, can we beat New Zealand? You're fucking right we can, Robbo. <laughs> yeah, you're right we can. You're in. You're in. <laughs> Cut a long story short because he didn't enjoy it. It's 49 points to three against New Zealand. Uh, we, we lost. We lost, obviously. We did score first, though. So, fine line between being honest and being negative. I never, I never, I never worked out that boundary. How did you beat the All Blacks? Um, who, cares? who cares? Crossbows. And also, who gives a shit? Food poison. Um, no. Very good point. Um, when they played food Wales, poison. you know, they got food poison and they came to... They came to... Uh, I'll do the comedy, mate. Um, <laughs> food poisoning. Um, who knows how to be? You have to speak to someone. Basics, basics. But pressure for 80 minutes. Got, not you... just 40 minutes, not just 50 minutes. We saw what happened with Ireland when Ireland were beating them up to the 80th minute. You've got to put them under a huge amount of pressure. You can't turn over the ball or, you know, in your own half. You've got to build momentum. Um, it's, it's so tough. And you, you watch how Ireland beat them. They were just, for every, every chance they got, they took. You know, if you make a line break, you have to convert that into some points. Um, what, what I would say is, though, Shanks, that Dan, it's Dan, isn't it? We're on the same table. Um, um, we're sitting on the same table. You yeah, proper lad, mate. He's and a proper and lad, eh? And he's had, he's, had, he's had a couple of drinks. He's, um, he's had a big year, haven't you? Um, at home, we've like that. He's had a, mo- a good year, good year, but he's had a go at Jim during a story saying it's not funny. He's finally got his hand up. We've asked him... A, he can have his question, and he's asked the least original a question in world fucking sport. So, uh, how'd you beat the All Blacks? It's like, mate, seriously, have a day off. Yes, mate. You, you've let yourself down massively. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Perfect. We're putting our break in there. Well done. Putting our break in there. Smart. Smart. Right, yes, we got, Is this genuinely got, we got going a great live? question from uh, my lookalike at the back. Yeah. Do you reckon we can do that question again? Because Jim pulled out the uh, microphone lead. He got a bit excited. Um, oh. Oh, hardest player no. you've played against, Flats. Hey? Who's the hardest player you've played against? Hardest player I've played against... Uh, well, Jono's gone now. Since Jono was pretty hard. I, I, so the hardest guy I've ever played against was... Uh, Don't do that again. Andre... Andre Fenter from the, the back rower from South Africa. And he played against him a couple of, three times, I think. But holy, holy shit. I just, one of those guys who just, having played with Francois Pienaar at Sarri's, who wasn't there for his skills and, yeah. you know, vision. He was there because he was a specimen and he was unbelievably confrontational and tough. Then you play against Andre Fenter and you think, this guy's a different level. I mean, he was, he was just something else. Jim just Bob, a man of iron. What about you played against yourself? Uh, mate, <laughs> if I could play against myself, it would have been scary, mate. It would have been a murder. But, um, <laughs> been a murder. Yeah. For, for, for me, one of the toughest players I've played against and played with is Jacques Berger, um, the, yeah. the Mibia captain. Oh, yeah. For a man, I mean, 32, he looked about 42. But, I, you know, you, you talk about influences in teams. And everyone talks about, you know, the high-profile players, the standout guys, the guys who obviously kick the points and the guys who finish the tries. But for me, you know, the success at Saracens that – that we had to put myself with the, with them guys because it, it feels good, um, maybe yeah. not right. Yeah. Uh, but for me, Jacques Berger was the hardest individual I've played against. And when I was at Gloucester, like he basically, he used to line guys up. So if you were, you, if you were off <laughs> off scrum half, he'd be the one lining you up. So I made sure that if I was basically made your ball there, or if yeah. I got the ball, just I just tipped, just basically tipped it early, and then they'd get absolutely smashed. But there, there you, yeah, mate, you've, ne- you've never you've never seen a man tackle another human being. Yeah. With the ferocity and the bravery in which he did. And, uh, and Shanks, what about you? Who's the hardest player you played against? <laughs> um, look, I, Inga Twigamala, when, um, when I was young, he played at Newcastle. What a, what a specimen he was. He's probably wider than he was taller. He was, of course he wasn't. That's ridiculous. He was. He's, He's like, like you. He was five foot ten. He wasn't five foot ten wide. That's ridiculous. Near enough, mate. Near ridiculous. Mate, like two you've, feet wide. Three you've done max. your talking. It's my turn on the mic, you Mike Hogg. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Inga Twigamara is really, real difficult to tackle because he runs so low. But also, I found Joe Rococo a nightmare because sometimes I get shipped up onto the wing, you know, just for the, for the team. You know, they needed me in there some, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And I had to play wing. You've got to get the best wing. players on the field. Uh, tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll do a few more questions. We've got a decent one this time, though, mate. How good, how good is Sergio Parise? It's hard to shine for a, like an Italian player, isn't it? Because, you know, most of, well, saying that, I've lost twice to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he shines in that team, doesn't he? You know, so he, he's up there with, with some of the greats. And he's getting, you know, to the, to the end of his career now. You can see that. He probably doesn't quite have the zip, but he's still got that skill level. Um, he's still got that confidence. So he's up there, I think, with some of the best world number eights, I think. Um, to be able to shine in a team like that, it's phenomenal, and th- he's going to leave a massive gap when he goes because of his leadership, because of his experience. You know, I, I, potentially, I think Italy were better when they first joined the Six Nations, when they had like Troncon, they had Dominguez, um, they had loads of Castro Giovanni, Castro Giovanni yeah. Um, yeah. Look at me, I know my ruggers. Wow, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> you know you're Italian. Old school. 
Bergamasco. <laughs> Stankovic. Stankovic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always think... Yeah, go on. I always think the, the, a, good, a good sort of gauge for someone who shines in a, in a poor team like Sergio Parise is, would he get in a top team? Would he get into the England team? Would he get into the All Blacks team? And there will always be the odd player like a, you know, could you pick Sergio Parise over Billy? Oh, sorry, I thought you oh, sorry, were... sorry, not you. Yeah, sorry, not I thought you were talking... Yeah. Not you. Yeah, could you pick... Would, would you Palatale. pick Sergio... Falatau as well. Yeah, would, no. would you pick Sergio Parise over Billy for England? No. Would you pick him over Falatau? Probably not. Would you pick him over Kieran Reid? Probably not. But Sergio Parise has been around for about 400 years. So if he was from one of these other countries, he may not have 109 million caps, but I honestly think he is a good enough player to play... To be, He'd be a 50-cap All-Black, a 50-cap England player, a 50-cap French player... Wherever two hundred cap Scotland player, an eight hundred cap Scotland <laughs> international. He he would be president. He'd be president and king of Scotland and owner of Scotland <laughs> by now. Add yes. Last couple guys. What about London Scottish and London Welsh joining the Pro 14 instead of the two South African teams? Let's talk about it. There was talk about it, but you've got to bring something if you're joining it. You have to bring like, and that's why the South Africans, like the Italians, they're bringing revenue from television rights. I, I and a great it. night out in and South Africa. <laughs> and, and 10 days in South Africa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Business class as well. I mean, it's not flying unless it's got a, yeah. it's not flying unless it's got a bed or a bar in my, in my <laughs> eyes. Um, but it would be great to see that because, you know, we'd, we'd be able to hopefully capture some of those Scotch, some of those Welsh players potentially that are in London. But what else can they bring? Um, you've got to bring something. They would get support. But yeah, but is it, it going to grow... Is getting London Welsh and London Scottish into the Pro 14 going to change it so dramatically that people actually start watching it? No. It's not. No one watches it. And it's just gone to a paid channel now. The numbers are tiny. It's gone to a paid channel. So still, even fewer people are going to watch it. Leave it, mate. We know you do the Premiership Rugby on BT. Mate, it don't matter. It's all about mate, the Premiership. Some people like but Pro I, 14. I, would, I love it. I would like, I would like that. It'd be nice to see that. It'd be a nice story. But they're looking, at, they're looking at American clubs because of revenue again. They're looking at potentially a German club because of revenue again. So we're trying to build this into some, this massive league. And then eventually the England clubs will think, oh, that's so great. I want to be with you. Uh, we, are you a part right, of Right, guys. Part what of we're going to do now is we're going to wrap up with our last question. We've all a place oh, to go. Mate, this is a good one, but hang mate. Hang on, because there are a lot of people with their hands up. Oh, if, you, if you think there's a, there's a chance your question isn't the best one in the room, put your hand down. Because if, if we give you this shot and it's rubbish, we will dice you up. All right? This guy, it, for me, it was a choice between my lookalike and this guy here. My lookalike has had one and it was all right, it was good. This guy hasn't had one, so he wins. Good luck. Let's listen up, listen up, let's hear. Shh. <laughs> Mate, come up, come up. Come up. Uh-oh. Is there a better tackler in world rugby than Courtney Laws? Has Doucetois retired now? Has Doucetois retired? In my prime. I just think we can do better than that for a last question. <laughs> yeah. Mate, there's a lot of weight in this room. It's like, mate, it's been a great event. Like, you know, oh, mate, joking oh, aside. It's up there, one of my best I've ever exactly, done. Exactly, mate. The, yeah. the money made this evening in the room. MBN did a fantastic job. You know, they've worked really hard to put this event on, and I know they wanted to make it right. And for those that don't know where we are, we're at the brewery. Um, is it Chiswell Street. Chiswell Street. Uh, we've done an event for MBN. Myself, Jim, and Goody did a Q&A with Flats. And then what happened after? 
Well, it, it, what, what do you mean? What happened after? Well, after the after our Q and A, we had a bit of food, and then we had another oh, yeah. Q and A. Oh yeah, with another Q and A with the, with the two legends of the game, Martin Johnson. You looked I at me across the room, didn't you? I was. Did it, what? I was captivated. Yeah, but you were, mate. I, I'm sure Jono looked at me. I'm sure. I'm sure Jono looked at me. Sorry, Jim's just shaking hands. Cheers, Ed. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, so just shaking hands with another bloke. Oh, so Martin Johnson, he looked over at me as well. He looked, uh, looked uh, man, popular, Richie. popular here. And obviously Doddy Weir, mate, the two blokes together, seeing them from the '97s Lions tour, oh, to seeing them on yeah. stage. Mate, it's good, it's good seeing Martin Johnson though, is it? Like as yeah. he come out, he's not, he's, he's not, he, you know, notorious been quite a closed book. But he was on really good form. Yeah, he well. was on great form. Yeah. You've done a lot of stuff with Jono. Yeah. Is that most relaxed you've seen him? I love. I've always found Jono really relaxed. I've always found him really relaxed. Me and Jim, that's what we do to people. Hey, that's what we Me do. Me and Jim, it? yeah. Just relax, but I, I think we he's just relax him. Yeah. He's super chilled. He's a brilliant bloke. We literally just I should have done the pod like this. Yeah, we should. Shouldn't yeah. we? Yeah, we should. Matt, I'm sure we'll try and get Jono on, mate. Look at us, mate. Goody, where are you, mate? We don't need you. Jono came up before we started and said, "Can I come on? Can I come on the pod? Can I be famous?" No, it, what, on the rugby, on the rugby pod or the no, he didn't want to go on yours. The, the flats and tank stops. Because he, he he's worried about you stitching him up if he goes on yours. He says, "Mate, hell of a bush, mate. That's all I'm saying." <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, mate. married, yeah, married, <laughs> straight married. Right. Yeah. Are we out now? Are we uh, out? No, we got a little bit longer. A couple more minutes. Are, are we, are we, so what happens have to now? Um, what what, what do the Flats and Shanks do after a podcast? Uh, we answer a question. Oh, no, we have a, we have a, a burger and chips. A burger and chips? Yeah. Okay. What, at home or? No, no, because we, we're recording, we recording top-notch locations. Well, I can see that. I lo I'm loving these microphones. Like, they're, Seven they're Bridge Services. Like, yeah, they're good. Seven Bridge Services and the motto there. Mate, got, on, got on down Tandy's. Is, yeah. is, there, is there room for a small one to come on here? Mate, yeah, most, where, where do you live? Well, it doesn't, matter. It's, it doesn't matter where I live. All I'm worried about is getting you guys up to that number one rugby podcast spot. Yeah. And being I'll the be influence. with the ITV one already. <laughs> that was at Christmas when no one did put a podcast out. <laughs> what, of the actual charts and not the sport one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Um, Thanks but anyway, we, we were here and we were raising a lot of money for Doddy Weir today yeah, no, well, the, well they are yeah we're here no They're, you did you bought a photo oh, did, for 100 pound yeah. well oh, done okay 1200 pound oh, photo 1200 pound photo of martin Jeez. johnson doddy weir and billy vanapola bought one as well well done mate we're super fans you are we're super fans you? we love them mate yeah love them three scottish you are isn't it well no i was gonna say three scottish legends it's not three legends of the second row of the modern era game so doddy jono and jim hamilton yeah. that was okay. me that was you've me. done a lot of these events now haven't you how was yeah. how was that compared to is that probably the best one you've done Oh well, he's nodding. He's nodding. <laughs> it was. I was great today. No, I, it was really nice because you. So you two and Goody on the Q and A is a piece of cake. So I technically am running that, but I don't really need to run that because it's you three. And it don't was mention cake around Goody. Don't uh -huh. do a lot. Hey, and uh -huh. then, uh, and then. That's how you get him into bed. Jono and Doddy. You've got Doddy Weir, who's an absolute nut job, brilliant bloke, and Jono, who is, he's got a reputation because he was a psycho player, like a tough player. He's got a reputation of being really uptight, and he's not. He's super relaxed. He'll answer anything you want. I, I love doing events with Jono because it's almost like every time he speaks and every time he meets people, yeah. he confounds what they thought they knew about him. And actually, he's actually just a really good bloke to be around. So I'd, I'd love to see him get back into coaching. I actually said to him, like, and having listened to him again tonight talking about rugby, mate, he motivates you. I'm sat there. I've got know, a glass yeah. of wine in my hand. I've just had a pudding, and he talks. I'm like... Man, I want to, John, I'm going to run through that wall I'll now. I'll play now. <laughs> yeah. I'll play now. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the ball, and I'm, well, I might try and run through the wall. Mate, just don't give me the ball. I'm going to run through the yeah. wall. But how, how good was Doddy talking about motor neuron disease as well? Oh, man. Like, absolutely incredible. You know, like, like, 
but laughing about it and joking a little bit about it as well, yeah. wasn't he? You know, just amazing bloke, unbelievable. Amazing what bloke. he's doing, and just the strength of him as well to be yeah. able to do and that. And he got a bloke, he got a bloke up in a suit, put him on the floor and kicked the shit out of him, pretending he was showing us oh. what raking, rucking used to be like in the old days. In the class. 1970s, mate, that's yeah, what class. he was showing us how they yeah. used to do it. But yeah, mate, like for me, Doddy Weir, and it and it's one of them things now. His name is becoming more and more relevant because of the MND. Everyone's speaking about Doddy, and rightly so. And I know that it can be a little bit embarrassing for him at times in terms of he doesn't want all the attention, but what the attention is doing is obviously raising awareness for the charity of MND, which is the horrible disease that he's struggling with. But what I've been, you know, we saw with Matt Hampson that everyone comes out and everyone supports it, you know, and this is on the same level as that. It's just been around the world, like as in watching it and watching a guy that we all respect, you know, for what he did on the rugby field and what he's done after rugby. Uh, but watching everyone come out now, it's been inspirational. It's yeah. been My amazing. top three Tartan wearers, one is Doddy, yeah. the second is Rory Lawson. I was expecting you to wear something Tartan. Jackie Stewart, I've always but you, I mean, I've got Tartan. But you, you're wearing a shirt tucked out yeah, yeah, with but, a blazer. Mate, but this is, the, this is the in thing to do. Jim's quite street, is isn't he? Remember, we've got the number one podcast on the, on the, on the, on the street right well, now. You, Sam Warburton was doing the same yesterday. He wore a, a shirt tucked out with a blazer. And I'm well, thinking, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Mate, you must have saw me a few weeks do you know, ago. Do you know how you know who hasn't got the number one podcast on the charts? Because they're the person that's continually saying they got the number one podcast. Oh, no, I'm charts. just letting people know that anyone that listens to yours, yeah. there's a better one out there. Jim, oh, God, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, how can they find, your, how can they find your podcast? Well, they just go onto iTunes uh, and they go into top. No, no. They go, <laughs> <laughs> top, top charts, go top charts. Top charts is the number one podcast, the Rugby Pod. Yeah, so you've been listening to a, a, a combination, um, a menage a trois. It is, yeah. Of Flats and Shanks and the Rugby Pod. Um, you know, tweet us if you want to yeah, hear more. It could be a collaboration there. Yeah, yeah, they, mate, they, they, they could. We just need Andy Good. He, he, yeah, he's like, duets. Yeah, yeah. he's the, obviously the fatter half of the podcast. We could do with him here to level up the analysis. Well, you, need, you need someone yeah. to pick on as well, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Say it. You need someone to pick on. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I don't want it to be me. No, <laughs> no you're okay. <laughs> Actually, in real life, you're in better shape. Like, I've, I've obviously seen photos. I played against you a lot of times. Run over you a couple of times. <laughs> But recently, I've seen these photos that are advertising this big event that oh, we've had now. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm actually worried that I'm going to see someone that we'll is a freak. We'll, yeah, po exactly. we'll post a picture of that online uh, so you can see how bad the photos were. Sarah. You've probably seen it already. But Sarah. yeah, I mean, I think I get away with it lightly. Um, that's a lie. I'm the worst by it's far. It's worse, but you look great in the flesh. It's so yeah. funny, though, because I actually did touch up them photos. So I went into the office. Oh, I was did? like, yeah, I said, can we take... So he's got obviously marks around his eyes. So he's like chisel chin. I was like, mate, rub, rub them smears out. I don't even I have said, eyebrows. <laughs> ginger, uh, more ginger on oh, Goody, well more played. ginger. Smart. Oh, well oh anyway. Uh, right, we've got to right. end this podcast, NBN podcast right now because I've got to go home. Yeah, perfect. Rugby Love pod. You Love you all. Rugby Goodbye. pod. Rugby Bye. pod. Rugby pod forever. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.